0: Greetings, film fans, welcome to episode five of the Big Review Ski, the brand new film podcast from Joe and her. My name is Owen Doherty, and after my monkey shifting adventures last <laughs> week, you're yeah, adding ha- up to it. I have safely returned. <laughs> I am. I thought there was no getting away from it. I thought we were keeping it a secret, Rory, but it's it's out there. Um, but I have returned disease free. All the tests came back negative, so I'm delighted. <laughs> um speaking of disease free, uh, I think I'm delighted to be joined by Rory Cash. What's
1: <laughs> kind of segue <laughs> is Paul Mer, and Laura, that?
0: Paul Murr you know, and Laura Holland
2: hello
0: (laughs) I was just thinking the best of you I think you're all nobody's diseased here are
3: you
2: nope
3: I don't know what to make of what you just said (laughs) let's
0: talk about some films (laughs) All right. yeah so uh, first of all I really enjoyed last week's episode Uh, unfortunately I wasn't so did we
3: didn't we we guys (laughs) really enjoyed last week's episode Mm, very very big fan of it I
0: wanted I wanted to hate it but (laughs) I ended up not hating it but I did learn some things Uh, I learned that Rory you're great Uh, Uh, Laura I learned that you uh, inappropriately came on to Brendan (laughs) Gleeson And Paul, <laughs> I learned that you really, really do want people To send in Rudy Nudies. You're only but, learning that now <laughs> Yeah, pretty much I always had my suspicion uh, Speaking of Rudy Nudies, uh, We'd love you to get in touch too So you can tweet <laughs> us on Twitter At Big Reviewski And you can WhatsApp us on 00353 874 That number again 00353 874 Okay, so no more monkeys or diseases (laughs) or anything like that. Do you want to talk about films then?
1: Yeah,
0: sure. Uh, Well, Well, we've got a jam-packed show coming up. We've got some of the stars of Black Panther, Martin Freeman and Andy Serkis. Yes, Rory, you had a chance to chat to them and director Ryan Coogler. Very
3: cool, chap. Oh, he's so super duper cool. Painfully cool. I think everyone.
2: Good looking, apparently. Oh
3: ridiculously yes. attractive as well. Not my words. Very handsome, <laughs> Rory's
2: words. Yes, actually, they were.
0: <laughs> uh, we also have some very cool prizes coming up uh, in our high clue giveaway as well, and with some new releases. But they're not just like kind of you know bog standard new releases. There's a lot of sexy new releases this week. But it is Valentine's week, so that's understandable.
3: Which gives me a really helpful <laughs> I was segue. Question, what? <laughs> it gives me a really helpful segue. You guys, uh, what is the sexiest movie you've ever seen? ooh, ooh. it's
4: sexy
0: film um, Laura I, yeah. Clyde with a chance of meatballs <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm going to give you the a minute the food does okay. look Great. take yeah, more film. time
0: if you need it does have a lot of food the food uh, looks amazing sexy sexy films
5: I think I've got one my earliest memory of it was uh, <laughs> Thomas Cronifer <laughs> <Thomas laughs> oh. with Rene Russo and Pierce Brosnan. Oh, good show that's a very Solid stylish show. Show. Well, shot film and there is a very memorable sex Stair scene. Stairs scene. Yes. Yes, because that
3: staircase sex scene looked terribly uh, uncomfortable. Because that's a
5: lot of marble angle. But <laughs> but classy at the same time. It's on the well stairs. Yeah, it's a marble staircase. <laughs> well, so. Pierce
0: Brosnan and Rennie Russo, they're going to yeah. make it look incredibly classy. So and that's you
5: know. what I go for. There was another one that popped into my head, Body Heat, but I'm going to go for Thomas Cranifer. Good, show, Body good Heat. show. those are both
2: excellent ones.
0: Laura? Sexiest well, films ever after.
2: See, no. Um, I, have an, um, uh, I have to admit something. <gasps> Rory did ask me this before. I gave Laura a a heads up. But then he thinks he knows my sexiest movie. But to so. be
3: fair, a few people in the show in her office made the same. They
2: did. Yes. So I want to hear oh, really? that one first. Or, hmm, should we both write them at the same time?
3: Why, who's writing them?
2: I don't know, just for a
3: <laughs> You just love writing.
2: No, okay, you tell me yours first.
3: We, uh, as a group, thought it might have been Basic Instinct. Okay.
2: Interesting, but no. Okay. Basic Mine. Instinct
3: 2 <laughs>
2: <laughs> My one isn't a sexy movie but as a young child I saw a movie which left a lasting impression okay. that still haunts me and is Hot Shots Hot oh, Shots?
0: Oh! The sex- with the egg That's amazing
2: I know and I was like is this is that what happened? Where did that actress
0: go, actually? Because obviously uh, Charlie Sheen went on to other bits and pieces. Tiger Blood, yeah. Tiger Blood, yeah, exactly. But she—that's
3: um, a brilliant scene because he cooks the egg and on everything. her stomach, yeah. yeah. So that left so you traumatized. Decades later. <laughs> <laughs> decades later, your sexiest movie is Hot Shots. Yes. That's very interesting.
2: <laughs> it left a lasting impression. Yeah,
3: but you said it was traumatic
2: it was traumatic because I was like that's not what I was l- told that's
3: not, that's
0: not the way is I eat sex eggs is tra- <laughs> sex
5: is traumatic you know like yeah. in it is um, Rory what was your one then?
3: Um, mine would be Out of Sight oh, nice that's oh it's amazing oh. these are very sexy have David
5: Home soundtrack and that is just
3: yeah. clearly and Lopez oh, Lopez in actually boot. acting yeah, yeah. When he, they're not doing much it's just very subtle but very sexy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's very
0: talky so showgirls is usually my go to answer That's for a fair. lot of things yeah. but it's it, it is a it's a terrible it's thing.
3: almost too sexy <laughs> it's almost a,
0: <laughs> can, can it be too sexy yes yes it can I'm, I'm trying to think are there any other ones that I find particularly yeah we'll go with showgirls will we
3: is it actually your, what you think <laughs> no, is the <laughs> then it shouldn't be your answer no do you
0: know what I remember uh, I remember watching one years ago uh, which was American Beauty
2: oh yeah oh yeah um, the petals it's
0: not necessarily a really sexy film but it had a really sexy scene in it yeah the is the plus, <laughs> the, yeah. plus, plus the petal scene current yeah. day hindsight ruins it it does as well but Mina Savari's grand so she's grand
3: yeah and Annette Bening what happened to Mina, Mina Savari but where, have, where, have where are these actors they've all gone they've all it's gone it's very sad <laughs> but uh, <laughs> okay no I think that's a sexy selection that's a pretty sexy group of films right there Happy Valentine's, I'd s- everybody. Yeah, I'd start with hot shots. And then <laughs> work, <laughs> work your way down from there.
0: Okay, now, uh, hopefully none of those films are high clues as well, but uh, each week we will be giving away some very cool prizes. And we've got Black Panther goodies to give away this week. Uh, we'll be giving you our competition uh, high clue later on. But Rory, you've prepared one for I us have. to do right now, yeah. this second.
3: Now, I'm considering it might be too easy, but you have to remember this is not just for us here in the room but also for people at home to get their minds working for okay. the high clue mm-hmm. okay, so right? a high clue is little three
0: mm-hmm. line riddle yep. uh, 575 575 seven, five five. in the syllables and you basically have
3: to guess the film yes oh high clue <laughs> oh high clue <laughs> no.
0: Rory's got his little red book out, so you know
3: he's serious <laughs> it's happening right you ready yeah got oh. the pen okay yep. former fire station former fire station
0: mm-hmm.
3: weird Sorry. I got it too Weird. Did you? Just- yeah, yeah. Go first. Go on. Go on. Go. Weird neighborhood happening.
2: Yeah. Got it. Is that seven?
3: Mm, let's see oh. oh, she's coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, key and gate can't meet. Yes. Okay. 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 So let's see. Do you want to check the syllables, slowly? No, it's yeah. okay, this one. <laughs> sure. I'll let this one slide. <laughs> we'll let it slide, I, actually, we've got I, I right put it through a syllable counter on Google. No, I, you didn't? I did did. you just use your fingers? <laughs> Why would you do that when I have the internet? You don't need to use the I'm internet. You're going sit count. there in the office. <laughs> it would
0: take
2: longer to type it. No, it doesn't. Okay,
0: former fire station. Weird neighbourhood happening key and gate can't meet spot okay. on I, I only got that on the third one oh, no really? you didn't yeah, I did you
2: normally um, get them all well, we, 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 I we, only we, got it
0: on the third one. Well, we say it on three yeah. yes okay so one, one two three, three. Ghostbusters. girls Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters it was hot shots yeah. Ghostbusters. no it was that was Ghostbusters. a good one former fire station weird neighbourhood happening key and gate can't meet yeah. yep Perfect, I like it. I like it. Okay, so actually last week's one, uh, we,
3: we actually have a bunch of winners. Congratulations,
0: good, you guys.
5: Good going, You're guys. better than we are.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> last, last week's high clue was Clark's foe tips off Frank. Babe's boss gets his last Rolo. Guy fights with Bud. His Bud. His bud And Bud had a capital B yeah. and Rolo had two L's. So congratulations to Andy and Malahide. And he, he actually said this week's was much easier than the last few. Yes, it was. Uh, Louise Aikson I think is her name Uh, Atchison Okay (laughs) Louise Atchison Yes Uh, And she said I think I cracked this week's high clue After last week's Bastard hard one (laughs) Um, Fair enough Louise Uh, A guy on Twitter Just called Dahi Thanks, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Dahi. <laughs> <O'Shea. laughs> Any more Sounds details? Bad. It might have been it was Dahi O'Shea. <laughs> How are you horse? What's the high clue? And uh and John McGuire as well, uh I respected cool film critic, got in touch and was like, Yes, is this the answer? And he got it spot on. The answer, of course, was LA Confidential. Uh, so it was Clark's Foe tips off Frank. Clark was uh, or Clark's foe is uh Lex Luthor so famous Lex was Kevin I Spacey I was on S-
2: Superman at the start a
0: Superman vibe uh, tips off Frank Frank of course is where's <laughs> well, the rum ham <laughs> yeah is uh, Danny DeVito from It's Always Sunny uh, Babe's boss gets his last Rolo uh, Babe's boss um, Babe the pig played by uh, James, James Cromwell, Cromwell. <laughs> not the pig the farmer was uh, Rolo was a, a character in it Rolo Tomasi and Guy fights with his bud. Guy Pierce uh, fights with Bud, who was played by Russell Crowe. So, if you got some of the character references, uh, that may have been easier than last week's bastard hard one. But we will uh, we'll come to this week's one uh, later on. But now we're going straight into the uh, the top ten films at the Irish box office at the moment. Uh, so, number 10 is a brand new entry. It's the 1517 or the 1517 yeah. to Paris. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's Clint Eastwood's uh, new, very interesting film. He's decided us to make a film about a train being on time.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, is, that is fascinating.
3: Uh, it's, it's actually <laughs> about the terrorist attack um, that was foiled by a couple of American soldiers. Um, and in the film, they're played by the actual American soldiers. An no interesting way. An interesting take uh, there from... From I did Mr. see Eastwood.
0: I <laughs> did see someone had a good summary of the film where they were like, uh, "This film went as well as it could have if you just cast the real people in it," which is exactly <laughs> what Clint Eastwood did, which doesn't bode well for it. Uh, number nine, Maze Runner, Death Cure just just won't go away. It's just it's still in the top <laughs> oh, ten. Phantom Thread, uh, Daniel Day Lewis's last ever film. Um, Paul and Roy, you both fell in love with this, yeah. Yeah.
5: Really fantastic film stayed with me actually I'm still thinking about it and really inappropriately laughing at scenes when I shouldn't have laughed it's really, yeah. really good. but you, you
0: both said it's actually much funnier it's than very, you expected really but like
5: it's in a really dark and twisted way
0: okay
3: a hundred percent
5: check it out.
0: Okay, definitely. Uh number seven is the post Steven Spielberg's film. My mommy and daddy actually went to see no. this film. And I've got a quick question on cinema etiquette here. Oh okay. So uh they went along to see the film, it was jam-packed, mm-hmm. and somebody sat down beside my mommy, not my daddy, he was on the other side. Okay. Uh and she got like a tap on the shoulder and she's like, Oh hello, how are you? And it was a friend she hadn't seen in ages. And during and my mom was like, Hello, good to see you. That's it. End now, of conversation yeah. now. Now the film is starting during quiet moments of the film the lady turned to my mother and was act- asking her questions like so
1: no. Oh,
0: it's no. no, no. So we're. resigning This is what I was saying. There, I was like, "That's." In- I was like, "What did you do?" So my mother has buried the body. Uh, that one will never be seen again. But that you don't. You don't talk to. I don't think no.
3: any judge would find her guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Your Honor.
0: Yeah, because um, I, I think like that's entirely inappropriate. You don't even
2: talk to the person you came with. <laughs> the <laughs> okay. most exchange you have is pass me. The
0: I was like, why have you got butter in this? butter popcorn?
3: <laughs> butter popcorn. Butter popcorn. Butter butter popcorn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I want to be
2: watching that you
3: brought butter to
0: So <laughs> my mommy murdering somebody has been vindicated. That's fine. It's, it's fine. acceptable.
2: I'm actually annoyed for her.
0: Yeah. Okay. I yeah.
2: hate it when someone talking behind me. I'm that person that turns around and is like, What
0: have you ever said to someone have you gone over to someone and said to them like get off your phone, stop talking, please
5: leave me, <laughs> <laughs> me alone?
2: No, I nearly did, but I was told I wasn't allowed.
5: Oh yeah. If okay. it's in front of me, I usually just kick the back of their chair until they get the hint. That's repeatedly. a good tactic. <laughs>
3: okay. So I, I've wor- I used to work in a cinema for a long time, so I'm fairly ballsy in there. Okay. And, and I'll just sometimes I'll just lie I'm like I work here. Shut up. You're like this is and my they, territory oh. now. And, and they do. Okay. Good
2: one.
0: Um. So I'm gonna take you to the cinema much more. Yeah. <laughs> you can shout at people for me. Your uh, mom
3: should take me to the cinema more. You leave my mother so, out of this. So when her friends come over, like you sit up there.
0: Fair we'll get enough. away from her. She'd appreciate the company. <laughs> uh, number six in the Irish box office is *Den of Thieves*, and we actually uh, someone got in touch to give us their review of this film.
4: Hey, how are Connor? Here, big fan of the show, you know yourself. So I saw *Den of Thieves* at the weekend. Basically, stay off the beer, you know. Stay, uh, stay tuned in. Uh, it was very good. Plenty of action. kept me uh, kept me watching till the end. Some weird, unexplained stuff in it though. Don't know really why it was happening. Also, half the UFC and are in it, which is strange enough. Gerard Butler looking haggard. Also, he's aged horrendously. Uh, don't around the end, and but also no idea how Ice Cube ends up. Strange, but all that good action flick. Thumbs up.
0: Yeah, we had to. We had to bleep out the end of Connor's review there because he just gave away a massive spoiler. he said
3: Ice Cube. <laughs> I know he got it's
0: O'Shea Jackson Jr. who is a different human being. Different cube altogether. Yeah, completely different cube. Baby cube. Yeah, I actually like it. Like it. He just went to the cinema to get off the beer well, basically. I
3: love looked, that I looked he like he, pre- he prefaced with not to give the ending away and then
5: you had to bleep out and the ending. And then we had to bleep out the ending so well, uh, thanks for that comment. I think he'll be delighted to know that the Den of Steve sequel is happening. That's oh, been It's isn't? been confirmed. It's happening. Gerard, Gerard Butler is back looking haggard as put uh, <laughs> Butler to, again. To be fair, he doesn't, he
3: doesn't look right in this film. But really? he's, what he's supposed to.
5: He looks shot out. It's uh, 50 Cent back. Rory, well, text,
3: Rory he, text him there. You're a he mate. He, <laughs> won't, uh, he won't be For back. For various <laughs> reasons.
0: Oh. But maybe if you... If, uh, yeah, no. Contractually, no. He may, he may no. or may not be back. Um, but yeah, so Gerard Butler... <laughs> haggard and horrendous as Connor (laughs) describes him is returning as Big Nick for a confirmed sequel for Den of Thieves which I think you know that's fine it was a a perfectly entertaining action kind of high film
5: people clearly want to see it so give the people what they want they
0: definitely do Uh, number five in the box office is Early Man which
3: sorry really quickly Early Man I have fantastically described as the origin story for Manchester United Oh wow! Oh, hairy man! Yeah. I
0: get it. Yeah. I get it. Football, yeah. <laughs> yeah, football. Hairy well, you because oh, Paul, yeah. you're a football fan, yeah. uh, and you loved it. But Roy, well, you're not a football fan, but you still loved it anyway.
3: Yes. So it
0: works. <laughs> so it works. I got really en-
3: enthusiastic about not being a football fan. Not not this film.
0: You love not loving football. Yeah. Big okay. fan <laughs> of that. <laughs> Number four, uh, is the greatest showman and oh,
3: I'm so excited <laughs> <I know. laughs> finally
0: get to review it. So I think when the apocalypse comes, the only things that will survive are cockroaches, cockroaches and, and the Greatest Watching Showman. Watching this film. Because even just you cannot kill this thing with fire. It's just staying around the top of the Irish box office. And I don't think it was the monkey that killed me last week. It was going <laughs> to see the greatest showman, so oh, I had to no. Yeah, unfortunately, I did not love this film. I'm but, shocked. Yeah, it's actually it's such a strange one because there are bits of it that are so bad, so bad. You're like, how did this get made? And then there are other bits when they really put the effort into massively choreographed uh, sequences with dodgy CGI elephants and horses. And you end up going, why am I getting goosebumps at this bit? (laughs) So it had that kind of swing. But, uh, you know, Hugh Jackman is giving it socks. He kind of plays uh, P.T. Barnum. Uh, through various stages of his life so you're not it's like Hugh Jackman just consistently one age throughout why other people get older and younger Um, I wasn't the greatest fan but as we heard from uh, one of our listeners last week people are unbelievably enthusiastic about it Mm -hmm. Uh, so I don't think it's going anywhere Uh, top three uh, almost the same as they have been but three billboards is still at number two Coco has been knocked off the top spot (laughs) unbelievably sweet film from Pixar it's now number two and we have a very sexy new number one Yeah. Fifty Shades Freed, God and damn it. Uh, both <laughs> Rory and Paul. Actually, you both. Yeah, uh, can we get a volunteer to go and see this one? Hands up straight away. But Paul, um, you only to put check this up. Up. <laughs> well, <Yeah.
5: laughs> That's disgusting. And and two feet. Ah, um, uh, lad. <laughs> You're the one to bring put- butter to the cinema. It's
2: for the popcorn.
5: Yeah. yeah Yeah. Um, I went into this not see having not seen the first two, and I was very much. Mind open, thinking if it would be good I don't want
0: to interrupt you there, Paul. I think I think this review just needs to get a little bit sexier.
5: Oh, okay. <laughs> so the film starts with <laughs> Anastasia Steele, Dakota Johnson, and Christian Grey, Jamie Dornan, married. They go on honeymoon. There's riding and lots of riding. They come back, and Anastasia feels like her career has been undermined by the jealousy of her husband. This problem is solved. By riding. Okay, I think I'm seeing a pattern emerging. Then the plot kicks in. A threat to Anastasia from her past comes to the present. Is it the first two films? And then they escape this threat to to Aspen. By riding. (laughs) Riding. With ice cream. After riding, the natural happens. That's kind of the spoiler we can say. She gets pregnant. Okay. Okay. And at this moment, being the rational human being Christy Gray is, he has a hissy fit for the ages accusing his wife of putting the baby before him, who hasn't been born yet, by the way. <laughs> so he's already hates this kid. At that point, there's problems and it's solved by writing. Oh, by yeah. Writing. Okay, <laughs> Did you write this <laughs> film, Laura? At that point, just when things are going good, uh, the threat to Anastasia's past kidnaps her. We get into a plot of ransoming. She can't tell Christian Grey. You're actually telling this is the hard. entire film. film. It's, and, and writing. And writing. <laughs> writing. Okay. Yeah. It's awful. Okay. I was expecting Dr. Drake Ramore at one point to come in. Yeah, yeah, let's cut the music. Let's cut the (laughs) But but there's plenty of writing in it. And (laughs) yeah, but like none of it is sexy writing. It's really not. The ice cream bit had me in bits. I was laughing.
3: (laughs) I was like, don't waste that ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, sexy.
5: Okay. As we said, it's bulletproof. It's top of the top of the box office for a reason and I'm not being critical. Like I as we know we love Star Wars. There's bad Star Wars films. Like I Attack of the Clones is a bad film. So I'm not this and this but this is a really bad film
2: but thing is you haven't seen the first two so other people that have I seen have. the first two okay, okay well what I was no going either. to say was people that have seen all three are yeah. saying this is the best
0: it's not okay so what was the best out of the,
3: the three second one, the, the second, second one because the second one felt like it was the closest one to almost almost being aware of how terrible it was okay mm-hmm. whereas the first one was very like trying so hard to be taken super seriously and that this one Falls between the stools of both being ridiculous and trying to be taken too there seriously. There
5: is a line five minutes into this film which really sets the tone. Um, they're lying on the pool, and Christian Gray turns to Anastasia and says, Cover up, because it's topless. And she literally says, Hey, you can't look for boobs here. It's like boobs in boob land. So already the Academy Award for Best Script is out the window. <laughs> and it just. Descends from there, in my opinion. If that's an indication of what we are going. With. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Okay. Well, Laura, are you a fan
0: of the films or the books?
2: Um, I. <laughs> I watch them sort of to be part of the group who watches them. Okay. But I, I don't feel comfortable in those situations. And I'm a bit mortified to have the book on my bookshelf. Okay. Especially when hmm. it's pointed out to you by your dad.
0: <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> we learned last week your dad loves speech,
1: <laughs>
2: not the drug, not <laughs> <laughs> the film. But yeah, but he, he was did. like, Is that your book? And to be fair, I actually only read a, a one chapter and it was purely research. And then I was like, Oh, yeah, that's mine, but it's not, I didn't read it
3: see okay I have uh, I have a problem with uh with the trilogy now that I've seen them all they are the 50 shades trilogy yeah that out loud. the first two a billion tonka, dollar the first trilogy two combined made a billion so they're they're set for money but okay so it's I think it's fair to say Laura mm-hmm. that these movies are primarily aimed towards women yes um but uh what's her face the Dakota Johnson hmm over the course of the trilogy you in, in the words of Patrick Stewart you see everything yes yeah. <laughs> you see everything but w- for Jamie Dornan there's a lot of Nada. like there's nothing not even in this one a sniff not even there's no dong
5: there's no Dornan no dong no ding
2: or
3: dong there's, there's no, no Dorne, dong. Ding or dong and I'm like he,
5: he will... does have nice hips though but is
0: that <laughs> 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 so are you saying right that's clearly not fair then
3: but I'm thinking like who is this for like yeah. the women in the audience who this film is for yeah. are not seeing any any Jamie dong <laughs> uh, but they're like uh, Anastasia what's her face is taking everything out and I'm just like A it's not fair it's not equal and B if it was to be skewered one way it should be skewered towards the women in the audience
0: that's a fair point I remember going yeah. to see the first film uh, in when the cinema like, where's the dog <laughs> where's Jamie's dog <laughs> <laughs> I have been barred from that cinema but no I remember uh, in the screen and again it was uh, majority, a majority female audience and one woman actually in the middle of it when Jamie Dornan took off his top oh it's and this going is down top, it's yeah but she actually stood up took out her phone and took a picture of the cinema screen no I know but there was a flash I needed you there Rory to go over and (laughs) shout at her Um, but uh, Laura do you think you will be going to see 50 Shades yes
2: and I think on Rory's point I think it's a very clever marketing or something because if it was all dong and no ding (laughs)
0: ding. I don't know what ding and dong is anymore
3: dong city
2: if it was dong city men probably wouldn't go with their girlfriends
3: I guarantee you they would. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, in most of the trailers, it's a lot of ding. So then people are like, oh, come along to this. And then it's an equal. What ex- is ding? I, know. <laughs> I,
0: think, I think we need to have a bigger. Which I mean, You'll find
5: <laughs> out.
3: I need mean, speaking
2: in clarification though, I or what. I Dong was for men and Ding is for women. Oh, All right. Okay
3: okay, okay. okay. I get you. Right, now I okay. follow. That's I right. Okay. That tracks. But.
2: <laughs> no. Oh, ding, like, no yeah.
3: No. I think it's just a it was a missed opportunity even if they were like it's the third one he definitely gets his dong out I Apparently think that though, the box office would be through the roof the
2: thing is they actually did film the dong and it was cut it wasn't sorry it was cut up the,
3: <laughs> <laughs> the scene
0: the it, was, was, it, it the was, was edited out I got it, it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's you're a tradition you're not talking about <laughs>
3: circumcised dong yeah,
0: exactly.
3: <laughs> got it Well <laughs> uh, will there be
0: a fourth fifty shades no, film no is it yeah, a
3: fourth book yeah like book that, is on there, the way there, no no it's written it's written on all it's the, it's uh, it's called gray
2: inventive <laughs> i it's it's the entire
3: <laughs> it's the entire story dumb. told from his perspective
2: not from, from hers okay there better be Dong then
3: from what from the beginning from the start yeah.
2: what right do you think okay. he said what did from, you think I I
3: said it was like <laughs> what from, from start, his
5: slot you're moving I, Swiftly. am very red. Here. I actually
2: can't this But I, this conversation. I guarantee
5: Dornan will be back. And in <laughs> his he credits, would. he does seem to have used this to launch his career. Like, Chastasia Jadeville is was very good. And was the one with Killian Murphy he was anthropoid, in? point. That was quite good. Yeah. So he has used it. He's game in the interviews, but I think he's quick to distance himself from this. And his career is going to take off. It hasn't done him any harm. Okay, well. I don't
3: think hers will. No. She's please. only done that one film. Her I know, to, her she's her done How to, to Be Single. Yeah.
0: Um, well, best luck to the pair of them. As you <laughs> said, Paul, they're going to make an absolute fortune and they're going to be at number one for uh, a considerable time. Uh, we did say it, it is still... <laughs> we had a lot of sexy talk I already. I'm all sexy, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's more to come. You need a minute to, like, <laughs> Yes, please. But we actually... Uh, another brand new release uh, coming out this week is... Uh, The Shape of Water the brand new film from Guillermo del Toro and we've got (laughs) we're (laughs) practising all morning Um, we've got a little clip of the film Uh, this is Richard Jenkins uh, doing a wee bit of chatting and even though you don't know it he's beside Sally Hawkins because she doesn't actually chat but trust me she's there
1: that's better that's better oh look at Betty oh
0: god to be young and
6: beautiful if I could go back to when I was 18 I didn't know anything about anything. I'd give myself a bit of advice. I would say, take better care of your teeth and fuck a lot more. Oh, no, no, that's very good advice. Pretty baby of mine. Pretty baby
1: of mine.
0: Richard Jenkins there with some interesting life advice.
3: It's solid life advice, though, to be fair. It's you certainly. your teeth. So you you really should look after your team. That's what you got from that.
0: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, Roy, you had a chance to say this.
3: I did, yes. Um, This is essentially Guillermo del Toro's attempt at doing The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, Because I think he wanted to make that for Warner Brothers for years and years and years. And they were like, no, there's no money. Not Warner Brothers. Universal. He was like, no, there's no money to be made from uh, monster movies. And it turns out they were right. Remember the mummy? Yes. Aww. Remember the mummy, you guys? Yeah. Yeah. So he kind of went original uh for it and he got Sally Hawkins in, who plays a mute janitor at a kind of Area 51 ish establishment. Um and Michael Shannon is kind of in charge of the experiments that they do there. And one night they bring in a creature, a kind of aquatic half man, half fish creature and uh, she strikes up a friendship to begin with with uh, with this fish man and it Mm. soon evolves into something much more sexual
2: i have questions
0: lots of questions well Well, yeah yeah, no you go ahead okay axe have you actually written down the questions oh i
2: genuinely have questions is it like (laughs) 70s based or is the creature just not good enough to be in the current era it looks like it's 1970s
3: I think it's intended to look old school. Okay. Um, I think it's set in the fifties, though, or the forties. Okay, and the 50s. so it is. Okay. Yeah. Just check that up. Okay. <laughs> um,
2: does she have sex with a fish? Yeah. Oh, that's a, is Sweet. that not a
3: spoiler alert? No. no. Okay. I've no, heard does, that yeah. from
2: people that have seen it. Yeah.
3: yeah. Okay. And and did you well? You've probably seen it uh, since it was written on her the uh, shape of water themed uh, sex toys oh yes. the dildo yes. yeah that's right because fish dildo
0: fish dildo fish sorry because um, Guillermo del Toro was asked uh, about this and he said is this what People it looks gonna, like yeah. and he said no it's not an accurate representation and then supposedly he sighed at the end of the interview and just was like Dunkirk didn't have this problem <laughs> <laughs> it didn't it didn't. really didn't um,
2: one more question
3: yeah, if you
0: yeah. wouldn't mind <laughs> by all means
2: what's the story with the eggs I heard there's something to do with eggs.
3: Well, she—that's—that's uh, that's the way she kind of uh, cracks their friendship. Is that like she? Oh, she, cracks! I oh, like nice. that. She uh, like has eggs for lunch, and that's how she like strikes up a friendship. Just like leaves on at the side of the tank and eats it. So they bond it. over eggs. Oh. Yeah, interesting.
5: Like E.T. and the Skittles. No, right, well, not
3: unlike that. If E.T. eventually—that's
5: nope. <laughs> <laughs> a different one. Oh God. But what about
3: so? Uh, as well as those questions, I also have a question. Okay. Is it any good? It's very <laughs> good. It is very, very good. I don't think it's uh I don't think it's amazing. I think there's a thing that happens at the start of the movie, um and within five seconds I was like, Oh, that's what that is. Okay. And, then, oh. and then at the end it was like, Clever clogs, look 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 at this thing. It was like, Yeah, no, we got that. Oh okay. got that right at the start of the film. Oh
1: interesting. Okay. Okay.
3: Um but the, the film does think it's slightly smarter than it actually is uh, but it's beautiful to look at Sally Hawkins uh, without I'm saying a word is still one of the best and maybe most underappreciated actresses today mm. and um, yeah the support cast are great like Mikey Shannon he's always
0: is he as terrifying so as ever so
3: evil he is and he has uh, there's a particular scene in it as well where it's it's not easy to continue looking at the screen w- w- because of what he's doing Oh, uh, it's pretty it's pretty full on um, but it, it is there's a lot like there's a, some very interesting things in there and it, again it's uh, beautiful but it's not amazing it won't be in my top 10 at the end of the year
1: Okay.
5: does it deserve it's uh, front runner at the Oscars because it's 13 noms I think in, across all categories it's, no, it, it's the leader
3: yeah it? like there's again I think a lot of that is technical stuff like I can understand production design and costume mm. and sound and all that stuff but uh, if it wins Best Picture I'd be very surprised But there is there's a lot of good um Support behind it, because uh, Sally Hawkins's character is uh, mute, and within the first five minutes of the film, uh, there's a very explicit scene of her masturbating. Oh, so okay. it's it's like it, it's approaching um, sex and sexuality around a I suppose a, a genre, not a genre. What do you call it? A particular type of person that you wouldn't see being sexualized on the mm, big screen. Okay. Um, so in that in that regard, it's it's very interesting. But uh, yeah, for the most part, it was just like. It's
0: nice well hmm. it's it was released on Valentine's Day so it's actually in cinemas right now but would you say would you recommend it as a date
3: movie uh, yeah is I it? think a
0: lot of people this weekend are going to be seeing well Fifty Shades <laughs> Freed anyway but there's going to be a lot of people going out on dates to the cinema uh, to see certain I think
3: films. if you find it romantic great if you find it sexy go see a therapist <laughs>
0: <laughs> well actually I did see one description of it online they were like why is it called The Shape of Water when they could have called it grinding Nemo
2: oh Oh, that's very clever leave Nemo alone (laughs) it wasn't
3: me
0: was somebody well, else who wrote it you said it oh, you brought thankfully, it to the group thankfully the other big release this week I don't think it's anywhere near as sexy it's Father Figures which is well uh, we don't know
3: that well
0: that's, <laughs> this is true because this wasn't actually screened for press so we will be going to uh, check it out uh, we will have a full review of it next week but we did get sent a message by two of the stars of the show Ooh. which was uh, Owen the Wilson and oh, sorry the, the podcast We're the like, show did uh, I send my own <laughs> but this was Owen Wilson and Ed Helms, and here's what they had to say.
6: Mr. Ed Helms, our friends at Joe.ie have sent us a few typical Irish dad phrases right here. They sure have. Ready to try and guess what they mean? Yeah, absolutely. Here, I'll go first. I'd take the shirt off any man's back. That sounds like you're going to go for it. No, it means you could win a fight against anybody. So all those times you said that to me on set, you were challenging (laughs) me to a fight. Would you stop acting a maggot? It's when a child is, like, on the floor, squiggling around like a maggot. Yeah, no. It means stop messing around. Stop Mind it. You all just Kyle. please stop, stop it? Which squiggling around on the floor yeah, like that's a maggot true. is. that's true. When I go at it, I go at it awful hard. It's someone who's full on, right? Yeah. Yeah, it just means that you're very determined. Well, how's she cutting? I beg your pardon. How's she cutting? This sounds a little risque, this one. <laughs> this is a bit rated R. <laughs> Could not be more innocuous. It just means, how are you? Shut the front door. Are you messing with me? I'm not. Might be using some of those phrases soon. Yeah, so don't forget to check out Father Figures when it hits Irish cinemas this February. Bam.
0: There you go. Owen Wilson, Ed Helms, uh, channeling their best kind of Paddy Pintman,
5: Losty. It's finally happened. Paddy Losty on the big review ski. What a time to be alive. (laughs) What a coming together. Um, So, yeah,
0: the film, basically, uh, the two of them are brothers and they have to go on a hunt for uh, their dad because they don't know who their real dad is. Basically, isn't that Father's Day?
3: No, that was a different. No, that was that was defining their son. <laughs> <There's a>
0: different <laughs> So of the many family. bad dads in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like an unmusical version of "Mamma Mia," basically.
3: Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. So that's <laughs> <laughs> we'll be chatting about that more next week. Now, one film that uh, we're bound to see in the box office next week is Marvel's latest addition to their cinematic universe. It is, of course, Black Panther, uh, which is in cinemas right now. We had the full review last week. Uh, Rory, you enjoyed
5: it you weren't in love with it but uh, Paul you actually had a chance to, to go and see it what was your take on it I was very much kind of like Rory uh, in the sense that I think Ryan Kugler had a lot of ideas and a lot of stuff he wanted to get into it and I think it was a tad bit too long could have maybe been cut down by about 15 minutes it's very good but there's it does feel kind of like three films in one and that uh, Andy Circus, who we'll be hearing from in a bit he's kind of at the start and then it, Like, you kind of forget that, oh, he was in the film at the start. And it's a memorable scene, but it's kind of segued in from, like, family drama tying back to Age of Ultron, which was where Circus' character first appeared. But I do think Michael B. Jordan is up there in terms of the best Marvel villains. He was superb. And Daniel Kaluuya, I think it is, from Get Out, um, in a very small role, was really memorable. So it's really well acted, but um, more of a character piece than an action film, I think, if anyone's going to see it
0: yeah a super cast alright and you're right about Michael B. Jordan Uh, he plays Killmonger the villain and if you've got
5: that name what else are you oh Killmonger
0: (laughs) I know it's kind of like he had no other options in life basically yeah that always reminds
3: me of um, Mark Strong in the Green Lantern like at the start he's like the good guy but his name is Sinestro oh Sinestro you're like oh well yeah where else is this going? <laughs> yeah,
5: like Victor Von Doom as well. Like, he's yeah. not going <laughs> to like be a
3: good, a good guy. guy. Yeah. These guys
0: had no chance whatsoever. But uh, Roy, you actually had a chance to talk to uh, Ryan Coogler, who Paul was talking about there, the director of the mm. film. Super talented young guy, 31 years old. Uh, Fruitvale Station, which was your recommendation last week. A brilliant, uh, A brilliant film. Uh, you recommended it Twice. Twice or twice, like twice. Watch it twice. I do recommend it twice. Uh, and then he uh, did the latest film in the Rocky kind of franchise, so Creed uh, again, starring Michael B. Jordan in both of those. And uh, they've got a really good partnership together. But uh, so how was Ryan? Because like he's super duper
3: cool. Yeah, like he is uh, one of the most effortlessly uh, cool people I've ever. Uh, been in the room with like who?
0: And you're it, in the room with Paul Moore, Laura <gasps> and myself. Sure. As I was well.
3: about to throw it question. What Want to come down? Like, <laughs> who uh, you've all interviewed famous peep people peep. In, in your time? Like who's who's been like the God damn, They were cool. Because I know mm. you've had Kugler.
0: Well, Kugler. Well, uh, I remember just thinking, like, how can, how can this guy be so young and so talented but as you, well?
3: You interviewed John ham He was really cool.
0: John Hamm, uh, even in a room with. Uh, that was for Baby Driver last year. Was fortunate enough to to meet John Hamm in an interview with Jamie Fox. And you would think if anybody's cool, it's Jamie Fox, John Hamm just really didn't care. But it made him even. Even <laughs> I think, remember I came out of it and I almost fell over. I was like, oh my god, he's so amazing. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so he he is pretty cool.
2: Edward Norton, maybe I don't know. Oh, he's cool. I know, but he didn't ooze coolness. But I did think like you're cool,
3: hmm.
2: and I missed an opportunity with him. I was so raging. Do you want to know?
3: Yeah, well, you've set it up now.
2: So I, I'm one of those people that doesn't know where I'm from because I'm from the border county. So sometimes it's Clare, sometimes it's Limerick.
3: You know that's
0: not important. They're just counties with borders. The border counties are like I'm from Derry. That's <laughs> a border
2: county. I'm in border village. Sorry, border <laughs> village. <laughs> See, I really don't know where I'm <laughs> from. And I I choose where, who I'm talking to. So if I think you're from Clare, I might say Clare. Oh, Claire, right, okay. okay plays the audience. You. But at this moment, I didn't know where, he asked me where I was from. And I just went, oh, Clare, because I was a bit like stressed to get the interview underway. And then he didn't really flinch. And at the very end, Mike's caught. And he goes, oh, uh, my family's from Limerick. And I was like, no,
1: can <laughs> no. we go back? Yeah, could have been from Limerick. And, yeah, and then he
2: was like, stab city, kid. And I was like, the mics back on so I missed a genuine opportunity to probably have proper cool bands with Edward
0: Norton with Ed Norton what about oh. you
5: pull hands down Taika Waititi the oh, coolest yeah. man in the world like never mind actor or it's a science like fact I'm going to call my, two, my kids Taika Waititi anyone who can wear <laughs> <of> a pineapple <laughs> romper onesie I guess to Comic Con and still pull it off is unbelievably good yeah Um, talented bastard good looking too back
0: back to another good looking (laughs) talented bastard Ryan Coogler Uh, Rory uh,
3: this was uh, (laughs) Rory this is your life (laughs) this was your chat (laughs) when do you hear this Rory I can't wait Ryan Coogler how are you keeping today I'm good man how difficult or easy is it for you to drop your style and personality into a universe that's kind of already set up like this
7: it was. It wasn't. It wasn't that challenging, to be honest. Like, um, as far as like artistically, you know, mm-hmm. um, I've had to every film that I've done so far has been a, has been a leap in terms of scope and scale and, and skill sets that I had to learn on the, on, the, on the job. You know, um, so 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 that part was 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 you know that part was there obviously. You know, um, uh, there's a lot more. A lot more toys to play with a lot more things that have to happen a lot more characters you know um that that, that existed in the films that i that, that i worked on in the past um but i was supported you know by, by the studio in, in terms of like you know i i've had experience like you know um my second movie creed was a rocky was a rocky movie mm-hmm. you know um you know it was it was it, you know it, it was a, it was a film that had to exist in that universe in that context um, but I was also able to make it something that was incredibly personal to me. Absolutely. So I had experience it, in terms of, in terms of that. When, and this was this was very similar, you know. And, and also, um, the Black Panther comics are so different from anything else yeah. in comics, you know. So it kind of lends itself, you know. When 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 when, when Kevin and those guys say, "Hey, we want to make a Black Panther movie," you kind of know it's going to be different from everything else. You know what I'm saying? So you had that you had that buffer to be able to lean into the material and, and be true to the material, and that'll make it unique. This is your uh,
3: third time working with Mr. Michael B. Jordan. He's absolutely fantastic. Obviously, you think so as well, because you've worked with him every time, and (laughs) he's brilliant in all of your movies. Uh, In this, he is a bit more kick-ass, and he's a bit more negatively shaded, let's say, because he he skews more towards the bad guy
7: side. Um, Yeah, I I would say he skews pretty heavily. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he
3: he has his reasons, but he goes about them all wrong. Was it fun for you to get uh, someone who I assume is a friend of yours to, to be that kind of evil
7: it's, it's always great to work with mike you know it's always great to work with mike I, I recommend hiring him to any filmmaker you know he's really he's really good um and he was necessary for this because Chadwick's so good you know yeah. like 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 um the worst thing to do is to, is to have i think in a you know because i loved watching these movies my whole life these, these, these big event movies and comic book movies and it, 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 you you could feel the difference when the villain never really felt like he could hold account he or she could hold a candle to the man Character, yeah. you know, like like the ones I like the most are the ones where I'm like, oh my god, the villain is, the villain could win, you know what I'm saying? Like this villain could this villain's a problem, you know? So, so I needed that for, for 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 to balance Chad out, you know. Um, and, and, and so I, you know, so I kind of knew Mike was the guy. And then when I when I knew what, what what I wanted Killmonger to be, what we were thinking Killmonger should be, you know, um, you know, you, you needed somebody with the charisma and and and, and the physicality, um, and, and the acting. Intelligence, you know that that, yeah. that that Mike that Mike has to to, to, to do that, um, but but yeah, like I mean, like fun. I mean, Kill, Killmonger, a t- you know, that's a tough character, man. Like like you know, and, and I think, and I think what's crazy is what's crazy about him is, and then talking talking to people about, him, like, it's interesting because Mike is so charismatic. Like some of the things that Killmonger is doing and says he wants to do, I think almost like people are like, oh, nah, man, but it's you know, he has his points. You know? <laughs>
3: It's, it's like Michael's doing here, it. like, yeah, like, like it's
7: yeah it's, it's it's like it's like oh man like this dude says he wants to like you know murder children, you know what I'm, you know what i'm saying and and and, it, and it's like yo, your reasons can be your reasons can be completely justified, but like at a certain point, you know, but Mike is so charismatic, yeah, and, and I think that the character is dynamic enough that you you understand you know what I mean you understand, you under you you empathize with him Absolutely. you know and and and, and, and you understand. Uh, where they're coming from, which makes it all the more frightening. I think, you know. <clears throat>
3: Absolutely right, Kugler Thank you so much.
7: For oh, thank you too. Hard eyes. You have hard eyes for him, don't you? What's that mean?
0: Like I, hearts in your eyes. Hard eyes. Is hard eyes? Like, hard eyes. <laughs> no. Where's, Where's Owen? Hearts Eyes. Disgusting.
3: Uh, <laughs> no, he's just really, really cool. He's just a really, really cool. Like that's the kind of that's the level of cool you want to aim for in your day to day life.
2: I'll never get there. I guess I do
3: have heart eyes.
0: You do have heart eyes. And you also had a chance to catch up with Martin Freeman and Andy Serkis, who brilliantly described themselves as, because Black Panther has a predominantly black cast, these two guys, uh, and because they've both been in Lord of the Rings films, Mm. uh, with Martin Freeman playing uh, a young Bilbo Baggins and Andy Serkis, of course, playing Gollum, they were describing themselves in interviews as the Tolkien white guys which yeah, is just a stroke of genius um, but uh, yeah how
3: were they? They were good I was a little bit uh, I was telling Paul this story I was a little bit terrified going to meet Martin Freeman again because I interviewed him years ago for uh, The Desolation of Smaug and uh, I went over and I was was chatting to him um, and he had they had obviously filmed the films like years beforehand and they were just being put out one, one year at a time and I asked him. I was like, you know, you've done these years ago, and I have to come back years later to talk about it. Like that must be weird. And he said, in the middle of the interview, um, yeah, this is my least favorite thing to do. This is like this <laughs> this moment right now oh. is my least favorite part of my job. And I was oh. just like, huh. like this moment, this yeah, particular like, moment,
0: talking to you, Rory Cash. And
3: I could just feel like my body just run cold. I was like, oh no, this is. not huh.
0: Well, <laughs> let's hope he was nicer to you this time around.
3: Martin and Andy, how are you both keeping today? Good, very, thank very you. Good. Yeah. How are you? I'm really good as well, thank you. Uh, quick icebreaker, what is each other's favourite film of each other? What oh, is your favourite film of each other?
8: Off the boy. top of my
3: head? Yes.
8: Because Andy's made a lot of very good films and been good in a lot of films. Absolutely. My favourite off the top of my head is Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll, where he played Ian Jury. Because I love the subject matter, I thought mm. it was really well directed, and he was, uh, without embarrassing him, he was extremely good in it.
1: He's not
3: blushing, so I think we're all right. <laughs> He's used to this shit. Yeah. He is it all the time. He's great at everything. We love <laughs> yeah, him so
4: yeah. much. I have to say, and and this is probably, I mean, I, there are many, many films that Martin has made that I, that I adore, but one of my favourites is Nativity. Mm. I absolutely so nice. love that film. I it's a good and family one. I, and I've seen it so many times. I really, genuinely, every Christmas cannot wait to see you in Nativity. <laughs> Thanks, man.
3: Martin is it's blushing true. a little bit. A little bit. Well, congratulations on Black Panther. Um, Thank you. You both worked with some of the most popular and some of the best directors in the world. How does someone uh, as young but as a, as talented as Ryan mm. Coogler kind of compare to to that? Because he's only thirty one, mm. but he's already oh, no,
4: brilliant. Really? Yeah,
3: brilliant.
8: yeah, yeah. Really... Well, I mean, coming into it, I, you know, I had liked his two previous films uh, yeah. very much. He was—he's clearly a talented fella, and with—with with a voice as well, mm-hmm. you know, with a voice and a vision. And um, not only is he very good at his job, but I know we both think this, and I know all the cast thinks. You know, he's a delightful person, isn't
4: he? he, he the thing about it is, it's—it's it's, this film comes from a real place of honesty. It's not like yeah. some grand mission statement or you know political tract. Yeah, you know, it actually. Represents him, and it represents his, you know, his take, and and it's, but in a really personal way, I think, and so all, so I think, and, and, and he, apart from that, he, you know, he's, he has fun, and you can see that in having fun at what he does, and that's really infectious, and mm-hmm. he makes the atmosphere super cool on, on on set, and 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 everybody has a really good time working with him.
3: Andy, um, <clears throat> I'm not going to get into spoiler territory, uh, hopefully, but uh, have you upset someone at Disney because you had your arm ripped off? In Civil War. Then we had Star Wars and you, you get battered around the place of this yeah, yeah. Have you upset
4: someone at Disney? I think I probably have, yeah. Well actually yeah, I mean it's not been a good year really, <laughs> you know, you know, even at even at Fox, you know, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know.
3: you're just getting knocked around the place regardless. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. So so but but yeah, no, I've just had a ball playing all these incredible characters, and I know where you're coming from, and I can see what you're trying to do, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Um, yes, it's it's uh, it's it's tough being me at the moment. <laughs> well, I, I'd imagine so. But uh,
3: you know, you've been in Star Wars and uh, a Disney movie. Uh, a lot of other actors have been in both universes that Disney own. Have you had uh, any conversation with with anyone from Star Wars, or um, is it something you'd be interested in? Well,
8: of course, of course, of course. I would be. Um, no, not not directly. No, indirectly. <laughs> no, I mean, in, 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 indirectly. Yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah, I, I had a chat with the folks a few years ago. Interesting. Um, but no, it's not, it's not been a direct thing. I th- you know, there were, yeah, there are uh, there are other British actors that they prefer to me so oh, oh. I'll, yeah, I'll see what
3: thanks man thank you Andy uh,
8: <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> it must be true
3: it must be true it thank you true. so much gentlemen <laughs> thank you very much
0: Jade. Rory I didn't get the job because he preferred other actors for Star Wars and you were just like
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: vengeance is sweet <laughs> yeah exactly that see, was you, your can't, you,
3: can't, you can't really hear it but Andy Serkis at that moment was like I can understand why Oh, he, <laughs> right, just, he turns okay. to Martin and said, like, kind of was that to him and he was like oh yeah cheers mate so
0: that's what you were laughing at <laughs> <You're>,
3: <laughs> you weren't <laughs> laughing at the misfortune
0: of Martin Freeman for not being cast in Star Wars it could be both um, it was both he actually <laughs> gave a really interesting answer there in terms of uh, whenever you said had he been approached and from the sound of it it sounds like he, he definitely had a conversation with them mm. maybe before like Force Awakens mm. uh, a couple of years back uh, see
3: our our guests yeah. Was, even though he's not a British actor, uh, Donald Gleason's character.
0: Yeah, if we were trying to figure out which uh, role he could potentially play, like General Hux might kind of suit that role because Hux, uh, especially in The Last Jedi, has moved into there seems to be more comic relief mm. uh, with that character now. And Martin Freeman could play that kind of stern, shouty. Uh, kind of role as well as delivering uh, the comic lines perfectly but um, interesting he'd obviously be an amazing addition to whatever he does yeah
3: absolutely Yeah, I would have I would have for him just to be like yeah I was up for that and Donald got it just be honest (laughs)
1: give
0: me the direct answer Laura you'd uh, for anyone listening there um, Laura you'd a good question because you were like they actually sound much more similar yeah. than I was expecting him to and Rory's unhelpful advice is well one of them is Martin and one is Andy yeah
2: I didn't mean you like you weren't in that you are Irish and they are not
3: okay
0: <laughs> but uh, if you were struggling to tell the difference uh, they're
3: very you,
2: similar
0: they are they're like uh, what is it yeah, the I, was,
3: I, they were actually both Andy Andy was wearing <gasps> and that's acting amazing. as
1: identical, identical voice twins
2: he is a chameleon so I would believe it
0: so Black Panther is in cinemas right now definitely worth a look especially if you are a Marvel fan and those interviews are up on show. Um, so if you can't make it to the cinema this weekend uh, we do want to give you some uh, a recommendation as well so that you can watch it at home maybe you are staying in for Valentine's as well is it sexy uh, I, This
5: is it's Paul's oh. Paul's recommendation of what to watch at home this weekend yeah, we is, it it, is it sexy is it
0: sexy
5: it's a genre that's historically sexy <laughs> but I wouldn't define this as a sexy is film is it my
2: sexy or is it Rory's type sexy
3: see that
5: that is abuse. <laughs> <laughs> that is
3: podcast abuse, and I won't stand for you And in a but way, answer her question.
4: <laughs> in
5: a way, it does tie back into Black Panther. I'm going oh. for Blade, which was oh, originally that's pretty sexy. Wesley Snipes wanted to get Black Panther off the ground when he first uh, fished it to Hollywood Studios, and they offered him Blade instead.
1: Interesting, and
5: which is 20 years old this year. And aside from being a brilliant film, action film that hasn't aged at all, I watched it a few weeks ago. It's one of the most important films in terms of how it changed Hollywood, because we kind of just assume comic book films every three, four months now are coming. But before that, it kind of established Marvel and set the blueprint for We can take kind of secondary B plus characters from their back catalogue, give them and really turn them into stylish features. Um, the first film was directed by Stephen Norrington which is really interesting because he only did one film after that which was The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen I don't know if you've seen it it was really bad yeah. and Sean Connery's last film I didn't hate it as much as everyone else did it's not good but it's so interesting that it got a really bad backlash and he just quit directing which is a real shame because Blade has so much style and and panache and the action scenes are great because Wesley Snipes is a, is a judo master black belt I think as well Uh, it's gory it's got one of the best soundtracks from the 90s it's still banging new order and the the techno blood rave scene at the start is one of the best opening scenes I think for any franchise and if you want Guillermo del Toro has The Shape of Water out he did the sequel Uh, Avoid Blade 3 Blade 2 is actually on Netflix it's on ITV4 this Saturday at quarter to twelve and 100% check it out PM yes (laughs) Uh, you mentioned (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. yeah. you mentioned so that's this
0: Saturday quarter to twelve
5: quarter to twelve
0: you mentioned that opening techno scene Uh, I remember watching I still have the VHS (laughs) Uh, if if you miss if you (laughs) miss it uh, on TV this weekend you can come round to my house and watch it on video Uh, but I remember watching just re-watching that opening over and over again it's such a cool scene because there's a for people Blade is basically he's a half vampire, half vampire isn't Yeah. so he's tracking down uh, vampires but he can walk in the daylight mm. as well because um, he uh, and also it's
5: the acting actually Snipes plays it so like that line like some motherfucker is always trying to ice skate uphill you can say that here <laughs> <laughs> some motherfucker <laughs> is always trying to ice skate uphill and Frost it's <laughs> absurd but he delivers it so cool and like the glasses the look the costumes it's unbelievably slick and 20 years on it still is the template, I think, for really R-rated good comic book films. Stephen Dorff having a great time. He he's back in True Detective this season as well. Yeah.
0: Mm. excellent, happy day. So uh, looking forward to checking and Blade out again. Now we're on to our competition giveaway for everybody Woo! listening. Oof. Again, zero
3: prizes I'm gonna for
0: everybody. I have to get this, this going to win these. So we have a high clue. Uh, oh, so you did
2: know the name of the woman. <laughs> the, the winner this week the womans. Yeah, the,
3: the, the women's the are, are people
0: sharing their our listeners <laughs> who yeah. we all love
2: yeah.
3: I know them all individually Yeah.
0: so uh, hopefully this isn't a bastard hard one okay I hope it is so this week's hard. this week's high clue okay our too many people got their right actually a, a number of people it's more and more people getting them each week yeah. which is a good thing but we don't have enough prizes to give away so please stop winning uh, this week's high clue is okay Now, the the first word is a bit of a funny one, but I'll spell it out as well. It's fine. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Capuchin fascist. So capuchin is Mm C-A-P-U-C-H-I-N. Capuchin fascist. Egyptian axeman digs (gasps) deep. So that middle line again is Egyptian axeman digs deep. And the final line... (laughs) Is they're shot by SS. All right, fine. Paul got it already. Totally so I'll yeah. give you those three lines again. So in total, uh, it's Capuchin fascist, Egyptian axeman digs deep, they're shot by SS. So we'll stick that up on the Big Reviewski Twitter as well. Uh, It'll be up on site uh, as well. And um, yeah, you can just listen to the podcast loads if you want to hear it again (laughs) as well. That's another way. But we do have some Black Panther uh, prize packs up for grabs. So thanks to Marvel for those. So lots of cool things in there like uh, Black Panther t-shirts, baseball caps, iPhone case and something called a pen pot
2: pen pot. which it
0: might just be a pot for your pens I presume so except it says Black Panther on but lots of other cool stuff uh, as well so this week's High Clue one last time Capuchin fascist Egyptian axeman digs deep they're shot by SS Laura. Checking <laughs> checking the syllables checking again. A
2: line, please. <laughs> yeah.
0: Egyptian axe man digs deep. Okay. Seven. Okay.
2: Isn't it? Okay.
0: Oh no, no, I'm panicking. <laughs> Capuchin Fascist five. And the last one, they're shot by SS. I'm okay. Blather. Okay. Oh god. Everyone breathe a sigh really <laughs> um so do get in touch. What do you think? Rory? Laura? No. does it know?
3: No, I like I yeah. I got it. Oh did you? Oh, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> all
0: right. But I'm not telling anyone, all right?
3: No. <laughs> well that would give away the
0: That would give the away answer. the answers. So please, <laughs> please don't do that. Uh or you can text us as well on our WhatsApp number, which is 00353 zero zero three five three eight seven four zero zero one one zero three that pretty much wraps it up for uh, this week like last week I thought that just t- chatting January one sexy monkey was going to be sexy <laughs> enough but this <laughs> week's podcast has just uh, it's blown all the sexiness out of the water Um, do tune in again next week we're going to have uh, interviews with the Young Offenders Paul you had a chance to meet them lovely uh, fellas
5: and great success picked up for season two I know starfish.
0: season two already so um, brilliant brand new TV series uh, based on the excellent uh, film from a couple of years ago we're also going to have full reviews of Ladybird, Bird Saoirse Ronan's new film and I Tanya uh, from Margot Robbie so jam-packed lots
3: Pompeii. of uh, good lady work next week
0: lots <laughs> of good lady work exactly so uh, Rory what are you doing for, for Valentine's week any, any plans
3: uh, is it a week now Valentine's it's a week, week it's officially a week well we don't know when people Gosh. are listening to the podcast it's a week now yeah I suppose it is it's like a season it's very sad for me uh, no I just probably like watch Blade watch Sexy Blade watch uh, Hot 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 Shots Hot Shots again (laughs) just all all the sexy films uh, alone
0: (laughs) Laura
2: I'm going to have a fry thinking of Hot Shots more eggs eggs bacon
5: Paul I'm gonna uh, watch *Requiem for a Dream* and cry in the dark on my own. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's deep. <laughs> Jeez, sounds like everybody's in. Okay, we'll just leave you with that, everyone. No, <laughs> no, no,
0: no. What are you doing? What are my plans? Yeah. I, d- did I not say I'm gonna I'm gonna eat the eggs while watching Blade? That's what I'm gonna do.
3: Yeah. Okay. 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 They all sound mm-hmm. like really fun ideas, you guys. <laughs> yeah, they are fun <laughs>
0: ideas. Um, we'll all go around each other's house. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> if
3: we do that, then we're not gonna be there. Because I'll be at yours. You'll be at Laura's. (laughs) Actually, that's true. We're
0: all going to Rory's house. Happy
3: Valentine's Day.
0: See you next week, folks. Thanks. Bye.